Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What's if we're serious about, you know, keeping guns out of the hands of people who shouldn't have them, then we should be behind stiff penalties for people who allow that to happen. And I don't think that's really an issue that would divide uh, gun rights people from people who would be considered anti-gun. Uh, some good reporting by Jennifer Merrily from Channel 4 on how it was that this individual who shot and killed uh, two Burnsville police officers and a Burnsville paramedic was able to get at least one of the guns that was involved in the shooting. Uh, Jennifer Merrily reporting that a straw buyer bought an AR-15 lower receiver. Now, that's the part of the AR-15, the rifle, that is actually the part that is considered the firearm of it. There are several components to the gun, but the AR-15 lower receiver is the one that actually has restrictions on it. So you could buy a barrel separately that wouldn't have restrictions, but the lower receiver of an AR-15 is the portion of the gun that actually is restricted. Anyway, bottom line is somebody bought that for Shannon Gooden at a Burnsville sporting goods store you know, not years ago, by the way, this happened last month. And the law as it stands in Minnesota is that it's a gross misdemeanor to be a straw buyer if you're convicted of that, a gross misdemeanor. It should be a felony. That should be a felony offense. And it doesn't matter what the gun you're buying it is used for. If we're going to have gun laws that actually are enforceable and that prevent guns from getting in the hands of people who shouldn't have them, they should have teeth in the law to actually deter people from doing it. And that might be, well, uh, well I'm just buying a gun for my friend or I'm buying this gun for... No, I don't care. If you're serious about having your right to own your guns legally, which I do and I believe in that right 100%, you shouldn't just give up on laws that are meant to stop people who shouldn't have guns from getting guns. And one of those is a straw purchase. So if you're buying a gun for somebody else, I don't care what the reason is. It might be in the best of intentions. If it stops me from doing that and it stops another guy from buying a gun for somebody who then shoots cops... I'm sorry, I'm willing I'm willing to take that. That should be a felony, absolutely. I don't care what the reason is. You're saying it should be a felony no matter what happens to that gun. So obviously if there's a gun that's purchased for somebody like we just saw happening, yes, the whoever bought that gun that was used in the shooting last week, yep. that should be a serious defense. But what if it's just somebody who bought a hunting rifle for somebody. Should it be the same felony for them? I think so. I think absolutely. Because you know what? Like if you, uh, and I th- I'm sure people have done that. We were just talking before. So my brother-in-law at the time, this is many years ago, bought me a rifle, a hunting rifle as a gift. And it's like, I never registered that gun. 
I never uh, had to tell anybody I had that gun. And the more I think about it, it's like, you know, that probably shouldn't be the case. I, that, that gun should be registered somehow. Yeah. And I, I guess I'm not – I don't know what the rules are on gifting somebody a gun. But if I gift – if I purchase a gun for somebody else and it's – that person should absolutely be legal be, – be qualified to have a firearm. Otherwise, I mean, you might say, okay, well, it's just my buddy who wants to go hunting and you know, I got a DWI or he has a fa- for some reason he can't own a firearm and he just wants to hunt. I get that. But if we allow that and, and allow other circumstances, then it's, guns are going to continue to get in the wrong hands. You should want to be part of the solution to that so we can move past the situation of we can cross some of these factors off of saying, I'm a legal gun owner, and I, I don't want my rights to be infringed. Well, then we should infringe them for the people that don't have a right to have them. And, again, I think this boils down to the fact that when we talk about guns, too, it's like it's got to be the perfect solution. And if it's not the perfect solution, well, don't try anything. That's absurd, too, by the way, because we should try things. doesn't mean they have to be the letter of the law for we're here, uh, for, but we should try something different. This guy should not have had these guns. I mean, I think everybody agrees that. And the person who bought him that gun, even for a good move, thinking he's good, he should be held responsible for what he did. And a felony should qualify here. Tim from Minneapolis, yes, it should be a felony, but if it's used in an act of murder, it should be an accessory to murder. I agree with that, too. If, it, if that firearm is used in a crime as serious as like a carjacking, those charges that the person would face should also be applicable to the person who provided the gun. We have aiding and abetting uh, crimes that our people are charged with. And it should apply in this case, too. You should really say it was a straw purchase for bad intent. It probably was, but you don't really know, and neither does the reporter. Adam, wasn't the original intent for the gun to be used against his wife, not cops? Either way, you shouldn't have... Yeah, it doesn't matter. And I'm and I and I get people. Well, what about the? You know, if my buddy just wants to, we should have laws that are significant enough to be deterred. That's the point of having laws, not only to punish people who do wrong, it's to deter people from doing wrong in the first place. And if I if if I have a buddy who's been convicted and he wants to hunt and he wants a gun, and I'm sorry, I can't buy you a gun. Uh, that's I'm fine with that. If if even though I can trust him a hundred percent that he's just going to use it to go hunting, people who buy guns shouldn't be handled the same way as someone buying a car. They must take out insurance and be registered with the state. We've brought that up before too, and I'm saying this too as somebody who like I bought a hunting rifle at Shields two years ago, and I walked in, I did my background check. And I literally walked out of the store with a high-powered rifle. Mm. And that's the system we have in this country. I passed the background check. If there would have been something, hopefully they would have, it would have been flagged and they would have turned me down. Yeah. So your but, assertion would be that if I But I'm wanted... saying it's like, do, and I, that seemed a little too easy for me. Sure. That's too easy. I mean, even like the day Even though you of, passed a background I check? I passed the background check. 
So you want background checks and a waiting period. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, we've talked about waiting periods before. I said, you know what? If I'm going hunting or if I'm, if I'm using it to protect my family, so if I've got a situation where I feel threatened and I need to protect my family, should there be an ability for me to go in and get a handgun fairly quickly? I'm open to that conversation too, to see if you can prove yourself. But I mean, that's why we should. That, that's what we have police for, though, too, is to file protection orders. It shouldn't be up just to us to protect ourselves. And even though I want to go hunting, I should look ahead of time that it's like you know, it's not like buying my license. It's not like buying a vest that I can wear that I should wear to go. I'm buying an actual firearm, and it should be. There should be a little more scrutiny. I mean. Think about you buy a car, you buy a house, the scrutiny you go through. I just feel like this is a situation where I believe people could get on board with this and if it prevents bad people from getting guns because that's the argument. And I'm sick of people saying, well, you know, any kind of law is just not going to prevent these people. They're going to figure out a way to get guns. No, that's not the answer. We should figure out why they get guns and to stop that. A mother was just convicted for her role in a mass shooting. Why isn't an adult in the house being charged? Had to know he had the guns when he shouldn't have. Uh, Yeah, Adam, it is a fine line. I would say if they knowingly buy a gun for someone who cannot legally have one, it should be a felony, or if that gun is used in property. Uh, uh, Not used properly, but also have one guns for people as gifts. 651-461-9226. Take a break, too. Uh, I know we're getting some calls here. We'll get those lined up. 651-461-9226. It should be a felony. If we really are serious about stopping bad people from getting guns or just people who shouldn't have guns, then they shouldn't have guns. And we shouldn't be allowed to buy guns for people who shouldn't have guns. It's as simple as that. And it should be a serious penalty for people who do it. 945 on CCO. Your Linda's Construction time check is 9.49. Time to invest in clog-free LeafGuard gutters. Receive 50% off installation labor. So here's the text we get all the time that I was kind of making reference to earlier. So you think the person who did the straw purchase for the evil shooter in Burnsville would have not done so if the penalty was a felony? You think that they knew the punishment or cared? Sure, and it rains donuts too. So it's pointless to have laws because people break laws? Is that the idea here? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. That is the, there is a law and it was ignored. Yes, it was ignored. That doesn't mean we should not have the law. That's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous argument. I'm sorry. Because we have laws to prevent people from doing things and, by the way, to punish people who do wrong. And if somebody is, we just talked to the chief yesterday, uh, Chief Brian O'Hara, by the way, that uh, podcast available at the Adam and Jordana podcast. And you could hear the frustration in these juveniles who are committing these crimes, mainly because there isn't a hell of a lot of consequence for it right now. And if there are consequences, guess what? Maybe they would. Would some still commit those crimes? Probably. Sadly, there are people just who don't get it. But it would prevent some. Maybe it would prevent most of them. And the same is the case here. 
You can't just say, well, nobody's going to follow that law. I mean, I, you know, you're, that's a law for me. I'm a, I'm a law-abiding gun owner, and you're just restricting my rights because those people won't follow the law. We don't know that. And if you make it, make it serious enough, and guess what? Even people who say, yeah, you know, I'm going to buy this gun for so-and-so. He's a good guy. But, may, you know, maybe you might. But that prevents them from doing that, too. And it leads, will lead to better outcomes. Uh, I'd be shocked if the straw purchaser didn't know it was a crime. Well, of course. I, I, I'm probably knew it was a crime. But if it was a serious crime where they had to do serious time, and by the way, I hope I've, that this straw buyer is identified and should absolutely face serious consequences aiding and abetting the killing of these cops and this yeah. firefighter. Absolutely. That would not, yeah. I would not uh, lose any sleep over that. But it, shouldn't, it, it, it should be to the point where I can't, if I buy this gun for this person, I know I can get in significant yeah. trouble. Not just, oh, I hope it doesn't happen, and then I'm screwed. It should happen before that. Well, and we all know this and do it on a regular basis. Like, if you go out and speed, you're going 10 miles over the speed limit. Like, some of us do that. We know the consequence. If I get caught, I'm probably going to pay a ticket. It's going to be a couple hundred dollars. That's going to be a bummer. But if I drink and drive, yeah, the consequence is going to be a lot higher. And guess what? People sometimes speed. You get away with it, whatever. People think a lot harder about whether you're going to drink and drive because we all know the consequence is higher. We changed the culture on that. Yes. There was a time when people would drink and drive and it was part of society. And guess what? They stiffened the laws. They stiffened the penalties. And it changed the culture there. That's how it works. Did it eliminate drinking and driving? Of course not. Do people still uh, drink and drive? Yes, Sometimes frequently, but it changed the mindset. Uh, just going in, into the story again from Jennifer Merrily in Channel 4. Um, so the owner of the Modern Sportsman where this gun was purchased uh, said it was an online order from out of state. The buyer had to pick up the gun at the dealer to do the paperwork. Uh, the Modern Sportsman transferred the firearm to the individual who was not Gooden, who was the shooter, Um the straw purchaser picked up the gun by themselves, said the clerk did their due diligence in asking questions to make sure the gun was for the buyer. That is a part of this story that I want to find. And in all honesty, if somebody's out there who works at a gun shop or maybe is a clerk or knows someone, we'd love to talk to somebody. I want to know like what kind of questions someone asks. In all seriousness and being genuine here, that what, what kind of impetus do we put on gun sellers like, what questions are they asking to ensure, as best they can, that this gun is for that person? Uh, that's, it's not foolproof, obviously, but I'm wondering what those questions are. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Jane is in St. Paul. Jane, uh, jump in here. Hi, Adam. How are you this morning? I'm well. Good. See, listen, I was thinking of two things. Uh, one of them I heard many years ago and, uh, when a lot of this debate <clears throat> first came about, and that was it isn't the gun, it's in whose hand the gun is yep. in. Yep. Yep. And then the second one is this, and I thought of it this morning because there's so many um, undocumented people in the country. How are we going to handle that issue? 
because we have a lot, not a lot of people, but there are some people that are coming across <clears throat> our border who are um, who have records. Yeah. Jane, I'm going to Jane. I appreciate it. I know you call it frequently, and I'm just going to stop you there. That is a whole other <laughs> issue that obviously would take a long time uh, to get into. Uh, Jeff is in Red Wing. Uh, Jeff, we got a, a, about a minute left. Go ahead. Hello. Hi, Jeff. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want to make a comment about the gun issue. Mm -hmm. There are so many firearms in our country. When I was 17, I was in the Air Force, and now I'm 68. My father bought me firearms to go hunting pheasants and ducks. What is happening with the guns are not a legal issue. It's a moral issue. It's a breakdown of our code of humanity, of right and wrong. The people that shoot other people have an issue. Yep. That's they do not have the right to do that. Jeff It's a morality issue. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. And that's part of the problem, too. But it's a combination, though. I mean, you can't just say, well, you know, we had guns before and nobody used them to kill each other. Yeah. Uh, partially true, but partially there's a lot, there's many more firearms now. And they're getting into the wrong hands. And it, absolutely, it's not like yeah. that isn't a lack of morality, uh, a lack of human decency. Uh, people who just don't have enough um, thought for human life. Well, and I, I completely agree with Jeff that it's a morality issue as well, or, or maybe you could use a different word there instead of morality, but um, it's also a gun issue in that the person who, sure, for moral reasons, decides to kill somebody now has a more efficient tool yep. that's available at your local gun store that mm-hmm. can kill a lot of people instead of just one. Believe me, I'm all for serious penalties. This is a text or example. I believe driving under the influence should be treated as attempted murder. Seriously. Uh, and the Burnsville shooter should have been locked away f- for life because of abuse from women. Yeah, there's also that part of the story, too, where he faced significant charges and convictions early on that, boy, seemed to uh, result in less than efficient penalties. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.